1160 AM, the Quest, Atlanta's Catholic radio station. How cool it is to be able to say that. They've been around now about a year, and uh, they are they are rocking it. I'm telling you what, they are, they are bringing the truths and the traditions of the Catholic Church to, um, to Atlanta, and it's amazing. It's amazing. The stories that are coming in from the people of Atlanta and how their lives are being changed by the, the messages coming out through the quest are amazing. Each of our listeners are part of that message because it's only through your donations that it can continue. And so if you would like to be a part of that, the number to call is 678 688 4549. That's 678 688 4549. Uh, when we do these local pledge drives, we also get to bring in great local guests. And our next guest is Father Tom Zahuda. He is the parochial vicar at St. John the Evangelist. Welcome, Father. Thank you. Ah, so good to have you here. We know that all good things begin with prayer. So can we start with a prayer for the next hour? All right, let us begin. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for Jesus Christ who is the Word made flesh, who is the Savior of the world, and he has come to redeem man. He has come to redeem man through his Word and through his sacraments. And so we pray that his Word, his way, his truth, his life may be proclaimed to the world and in some small way today. We ask your blessing upon us in this hour. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, so a few housekeeping things before we get rolling with this. Um, we have this bell here. We want to ring the bell um, in celebration. And we do that when we get something called a founder. And a founder is a person who says they will give $100 a month for 36 months or a one-time $3,600 donation. The founder will get their name on the plaque here at the side of the tower you get to ring the bell. And Catholic, great, no, when we get the founder, okay? I, I, I need to correct how I say that because it's like, woo, let's do it. Um, so when we get the founder, we ring the bell. And um, the Catholic Radio will also send out an echo dot to each founder as a thank you gift. Um, so if you would like to, to do that, the number to call is 678-688-4549. Some of the other gifts that we give away, a holy card goes out to everybody who calls in with a pledge of any amount. It's a, a holy card of St. Gabriel, and St. Gabriel is the messenger, so he's the patron of Catholic Radio. All monthly donors get a book. There's a book of the hour. You can call and ask the volunteers um, answering the phones what that book is, um, and they will tell you what the book of the hour is, and all monthly donors get the book sent to them. All founders, I already said, get the Echo Dot. Each day we're going to have a drawing for a rosary, and it's a rosary that's blessed, and it comes from a um, holy site. And so we will draw the names of everyone who has called uh, for any reason and, uh, sorry, um, who has called in and made a pledge of any amount, everyone goes into the drawing. Every single person goes into the drawing and, uh, they will be drawn out. Our winner for yesterday was Bob and Kathy. They were the day one winner of the, the rosary. So thank you to Bob and Kathy yesterday. And you get into the drawing today with a pledge of any amount. 
We already have the other thing that we would encourage our listeners to do is to call in and let Father know that they hear him. You do not have to make a donation. If you can, we love it. We would love to have your donations. But if all you do is call in and say, Father, we love you, that is wonderful too. And we've already had, you've just been in the hot seat five minutes, Father, and we already have two messages. So Nell called and says, thanks to Father Zahuda for his wisdom, his guidance, and for speaking the truth. Oh, that's that's yeah. pretty impressive. And uh, this one didn't have a last name, but this one does. Pam called in and made a donation in support of Father Zahuda, and I'll let you see her last name. Oh. So you can say thank you to both of those if you'd like. Thank you, Pam. Uh-huh. Thank you, Nell. Appreciate that's awesome. that. Okay, we are now at $9,150. We'll get an update here in just a minute. Um, but we just need seven hundred and no $850, $850 to get over the $10,000 mark, we ring that's another time we ring the bell is when we get to $10,000. So you people have worked hard to get you to this point. You're going to reap the rewards of all the work before you and that's awesome. So we'll ring the bell at $10,000 cuz I know we're going to get there during this hour. All right, 678-688-4549. Very often when I do pledge drives, I ask the priest who's in front of me to share their vocation story and every so often we have somebody call in and say that they're seriously considering the call to the priesthood because of what they've heard. So would you be willing to to share with us your vocation story? Yes, and uh, I will start out with uh, a couple uh, scripture passages because I think uh, underlying these truths uh, become evident throughout my uh, vocation story. And so first one is, you know, the Lord talks about building your life on rock or building it on sand. And the Lord says uh, in Matthew 7, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon sand. Right, And of course, we know with the great hurricanes and houses on sand, how uh, easily they, they crumble and fall in a storm. And the, uh, the second one is, uh, is one we hear today, really, in, in the, the reading from Jonah, Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due time. And Jesus says, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. And today, you know, we hear from from, uh, the book of Jonah about the people of Nineveh, right? If if we just humble ourselves before God, if we recognize uh, that we have sinned and uh, that we turn away from sin and turn back to God. God is merciful. Mm-hmm. And that is really the, the act of salvation, right? When we realize that we have, we have sinned and our own way of doing things, uh, you know, eventually crumbles if it's not built on God's word. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so my own way was, you know, like a, like a youth, uh, I uh, grew up in a good family home, uh, virtuous parents. Um, I think, you know, they they led by more by example than by words, and maybe perhaps, you know, they were, they were uh, ignorant of Latin. They went to church in, in, in Latin, and, um, but they instilled virtues in us to fear God, to love God, to, to go to Mass every Sunday— and to rest on the Lord's Day, we never, my dad had his own business, and he was a builder, 
and but he never uh, never worked on Sunday, and my mom as well, you know, other than the things you do around the house. Um, and so, um, so it had a good family life, and um, you know, the practice of the faith. We, you know, like I said, we we went to mass uh, together uh, every every Sunday. Would never think, even on vacation, at any time, wouldn't think of missing mass or working. And uh, we went to Stations of the Cross together as a family too, and we prayed before uh, meals, especially you know, um, dinner and things like that. And then, of course, my mom, you know, watching her uh, her faith, her her prayers, and how she prayed. Um, and so I'm I'm the I'm the last of six uh, children, and um, my I have two I have a brother and a sister who died. Um, my brother, oldest brother, firstborn, he died about six months after birth, and my sister uh, Nancy she died uh, about two years uh, after birth. And then I have uh, I have two brothers living, two brothers and a sister, and. Um, so I grew up, uh, you know, we played sports. I mean, I was the youngest in a family, you know, a family with cousins around. We, there was a lot of sports, a lot of games. And so um, I had I had pretty good success in, in sports. Uh, played football, basketball, baseball, and golf. Mm. And... Um, my brother was my brother was very good in, in football. He played in high school. He was a star halfback. But my mom kind of pushed me out and discouraged playing football uh, competitively. So I played baseball, little league, um, basketball, and golf. Mm. And my uncle was uh, a golf pro in in you know the town over. So parents would drop us off at the golf course and we would go play. I started at age five playing golf. Wow. wow. And so I had uh, I had some success, uh, you know, playing golf, and um, so I thought maybe, you know, this this might be my career. This my my, go- my uncle is a golf pro, but I had kind of bigger, you know, bigger dreams of you know maybe playing on the tour or something like that. And so I um, I had some success locally, and I was playing in college, and um, in my last college tournament, NCAA tournament, um, I started hitting the ball off to the right, just dead right. I mean, it was, you know, if you go dead right, you're either going uh, out of bounds or in the woods. Yeah. So uh, I went from having like a zero handicap to really struggling. Mm. And uh, and I even remember, you know, again, I, I, I would go to mass on Sunday, but I can't say that I was, you know, seeking the will of God. I was, you know, obeying the will of God. It was more, you know, our Catholic faith was, you know, God was a little more distant. You know, you said your prayers, you know, but you also lived in the world and did your worldly things. Mm-hmm. And um, and so my, when I was uh, in high school, my dad had died. And, um, you know, I experienced a lot of grace from that, you know, as far as God's help and... Um, and also seeing how my mother handled, you know, how how her faith was through through the death of my father, and they were very much in love, loving parents, and it was very difficult. And um, and then also how you know she would tell stories about how she dealt with 
um, our uh, my sister's death, Nancy, at age two. Mm. She said, you know, she had a very hard time with that um, until she, you know, had some type of vision or dream that she saw Nancy with the Blessed Mother, mm. and she was okay, mm. and she was able to deal with it. And um, and my mom was devoted to Our Lady, and um, so anyway, so. Um, so I go off to, you know, high school, college, you know, just kind of living, uh, you know, more concerned with sports and uh, dating and things like that than, uh, than you know, seeking the will of God. The, the will of God was sort of, um, you know, just more ritual things that you did. And so, um, so anyway, so getting back to the golf story. So, you know, after losing my you know, usually like if you have a problem on the golf course, you say, okay, let me take a look at my swing, make an adjustment, and you're right back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I never got right back. Mm-hmm. And even though I played in, I played in two U.S. amateurs after that, which is a, you know, national amateur tournament, mm-hmm. you know, high level, um, I still struggled. And I reached a point after trying for like two years to go to take lessons and things like that to correct it. And I couldn't correct it. And it, it eventually got worse. Hmm. And um, it just became something mental. But it was so bizarre. I even questioned, I was questioning God, not not blaming God, but just it was so bizarre. Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know? And um, and so um, after, after struggling for a couple of years, um, I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to, <laughs> you know, use my business degree and uh, get a job. And of course, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. You know, all my siblings, you know, they went to school. uh, They got jobs in their fields, got married right after, you know, shortly after after and started families. But uh, I was not sure. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And so... um, So I um, um, took some jobs, and, and people were saying, oh, take some jobs in sales. You know, you'd be good in sales. You know, use your golf uh, contacts and things like that. But I had some uh, difficult sales jobs. You know, some of the jobs that can be very difficult and got discouraged. And my last job, um, I was selling commercial real estate. And um, on way to the, to the office or at the office, my car antenna got stolen. And, of course, at that time, you know, you get in the car, you put on the radio, listen to music. Well, the only thing that would come in with no antenna was a Christian radio station. Mm-hmm. And so I started listening to these, uh, these Bible-based programs, you know, evangelical, not Catholic. Uh, actually, there was no Catholic yeah. uh, radio at the time, and they had to have a strong signal if it came in without an antenna. Um, but I started listening to these these Christian stations, the Bible programs, you know, and I really liked it. You know, I started really uh, enjoying it, and um, and then I just kind of reached a I reached a low point. Um, you know, I'd lost that. You know, that job didn't go out, and it seemed like I didn't really have any prospect. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I was dating a girl pretty seriously, and uh, we broke up. Actually, broke up over. Um, over prayer it was you know um that you know she didn't want to say grace before meals and i was like well what am i doing and this this is not good 
Yeah. But for you to realize that. Um, I'm going to interrupt you there and give out the number again because I think our phone lines are kind of silent. We are at $9,150 so far for today. So we could really, really use your help. Um, if you would give us a call at 678-688-4549. Likewise, if you have a message for Father and you'd like to share that, you do not have to make a pledge. If you have a prayer request, we don't sell prayers, but we would love it if you call in and uh, you give us your prayer request that we can pray with you with the potential 3.1 million listeners that this goes out to. Number to call 678-688-4549. We are talking with Father Father Tom Zahuda, he's the parochial vicar at St. John the Evangelist, and what an amazing vocation story we've heard so far. We are at the point in his vocation story where he has just broken up with his girlfriend because um, she wouldn't pray. So he realized that's a bad thing. He's having trouble with his golf game, so he's going back into to use his business degree, and so we'll pick up the vocation story where we stopped. Well, and here's where it really changes because... Um you know, like I said, I kind of reached a low point, and I remember just uh, crying out to God and uh, on my knees in tears saying, okay, Lord, your will be done, not mine. And at that moment, my life changed forever. Uh, God's presence came flooding into my life, and uh, I was filled with the joy uh, that I never knew before, mm. so much more profound and deep mm. than any anything received in you know experiences with relationships and and family and things like that. It was so profound. It was so profound that at at that time I stopped drinking any uh, any alcohol. I was mm. like, I don't want to lose this. Mm. And what did I start? And so what I did was when I said, "Okay, your will be done," mm. you know, at the time I I didn't have really good catechesis growing up you know so for me it was okay listening to these christian stations i got to read from genesis to revelation and whatever whatever i whatever i read that's what i will do and so that's what i started doing i started reading two chapters a day and um, and I, I found myself spending about an hour in the evening in prayer, and that was you know that was a delight. That was um, you know that that presence of God remained with me for I don't remember a couple of years. It was so so intense, so joyful. Uh, and then of course you know I started praying and trusting God for for my my career and things like that. And, you know, I would just, like I said, humble myself and, and believe in God's word and follow God's word, and God would, would bless me. Now, there was, there was trials, there was, you know, closed doors, and there was difficulty, uh, but I kept believing that God will, uh, you know, lead me in the path that he has, has called me. And, uh, but then I also started praying for a wife. You know, I, I honed in on Sirach 26, mm. uh, you know, that says that a, that a good wife will be given to the man who fears the Lord. Mm. You know, so that was one of those certain scripture passages you kind of just, okay, I'm waiting for that one to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping in that one. Uh, And there are certainly others too uh, that carry you. But that was, you know, so that was it. And God was blessing me uh, abundantly, you know. And um, and so I am um, 
working now, you know, in the, in, in the business world. I'm, I was traveling around. I traveled uh, all around the world and with, with work. And, um, but I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a wife. And uh, so when I started going back, you know, when I started to uh, take my faith seriously, um, I would go to, um, I was, at, the first job I took was um, just an entry-level job because I needed to take something, you know, while I'm throwing out resumes and things like that. And um, so it was a job in a hotel working nights and, and weekends. So I didn't have, you know, I was like, I was opposite of the world. So I was, you know, in that, in that, and then also, I, but it also, I would listen to, and then I went at, at the Catholic Church. We had uh, a priest who was doing Bible study, so that was wonderful because I was, I was so moved by the Bible and by the Scripture that I was even, you know, you know, I'm glad that we had a Catholic priest teaching the Bible. Um, you know, I didn't know that the the second part, the part of the sacraments, how important the sacraments are, you know, because I was just so filled with this grace. And, um, and so then, um, I, um, I start, uh, I start going to mass during the day and I would go and pray before mass and the priest would say, Hey, would you, could you help out? Would you, you know, would you care to help us out? It's like, well, no father, you know, whatever you need, but I'm not good at this or that. And, and, you know, he said, well, we want you to help out with RCIA. Would you lead RCIA? Yeah. So that, like, That's the hook, right? That's the hook, That's, yeah. the, hook. that's the hook to pull you in. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, I'm going to interrupt again because I have a message for you. Margaret called in, and she made a donation in support of you, in support of Father Zahuda. So I will show you Margaret's last name, but I won't say it on the okay, air. Okay, very good. And uh, so thank you, Margaret. Thank Thanks, you for that Margaret. donation. And a uh, number to call if you would like to give a message to Father Zahuda. If you can make a donation at the same time, that's awesome. But give us a call at 678-688-4549, 678-688-4549. We're at $9,150. Come on. We got to get over $10,000 during this hour. We need your help to do it. Number to call, 678-688-4549. We are just $850 away from ringing the bell. And we know that Father wants to ring the bell. So come on, give us that $850. Give us any portion of it. Give us more than that and help the next person, the next guest um, to ring the bell as well. So let's just keep going. It's an automatic ring of the bell. If you become a founder, you can join Julie, Julietta, Denise, Janet, Betty, St. Bridget's Men's Club, Michael, Father Peak, Denise, and Major General Tom, who all called in as founders. Um, can you be the next person who calls in as a founder? We also had the person, I don't know the name, we'll have to find that out, um, who called in and uh, doubled his, he was already a founder and he did it again um, because of our last guest, Joey, who was on. Um, so we want to say thank you to all of our founders. And if you are have the ability to give $100 a month for 36 months or a one-time $3,600 pledge, um, please give us a call, 678-688-4549. But give us a call with a pledge of any amount. We are talking with Father Tom Zahuda. He is the parochial vicar at St. John the Evangelist. We're going through his vocation story, and it's an amazing story of, of someone who thought that they were going to play golf professionally. And I'm sure he's going to tie it around for us, but... 
You know, strangely enough, that that golf career, you know, after playing since he was five, all of a sudden he starts having difficulty with his golf swing and hitting it the wrong way. And uh, then he starts uh reading scripture more, going to church more. And now we're at the point of his vocation story where um, he, you know, he prayed the the prayer of surrender and he was um, flooded with, with grace and peace that came from that. And so we're at the point of the story now where they're asking him to, to do more at the altar, to, to help more at the altar. So we'll pick up your story where we left off. Okay. And so, um, so I'm, I'm helping out with RCIA, and uh, and so this then the, then the typical pattern becomes every time at every parish that I go to, people say, you know, you ever think about being a priest? You would make a good priest. Yeah. And I would just write, I would just brush it off and say, well, look, they see a single man, uh, you know, the, they need priests. Yeah. But I was like, you know, that's not that life's not for me, you know. I, I'm going to get married, you know, that's, that's what, uh, you know, that's what I desire. It's for people who don't desire to be married or, or whatever it may be. And so, but every, so, you know, I moved around a little bit. I moved to Colorado, I moved to Florida, and before moving to Georgia, I grew up in New Jersey. And um, every parish I went to, well, you know, and I, I kind of got, I didn't ask to get involved. I kind of got asked. I, I mean, I didn't ask, yeah, but people asked me, would you help out with this? Would you do this? And so I started getting more experience with RCIA. With And the part that I had for RCIA, is interesting, was I did the scripture. I did the reflection of the readings, whereas the, the priest did the, the, the church uh, teaching. And so, uh, so people would say that each time, and then I would find myself getting angry to say, look, leave me alone. You know, I have my own, you know, I have my own life. I'm just trying to serve God. I'm just trying to follow God. You know, that's what we're all supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. But then I had to ask myself, well, why am I getting mad? Why is my heart, you know, why does it bother me? If if it's God's will, um, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be upset. So that was really kind of a, a profound uh, moment for me because— I had to really take that in and say, is God calling me to be a priest? You know, I said thy will be done, but I want, you know, am I wanting my will to be God's will? Yes. And even though marriage is God's will, Mm -hmm. for me it wasn't his will. Mm -hmm. That was a hard one to take. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I had been praying for years on that, and I said, okay, I will stop. You know my heart. You know what I've been asking for. Mm-hmm. I won't ask for it. If you're calling me to be a priest, I will do it, mm-hmm. and I'll go to seminary. Mm-hmm. And so the Father Higgins said, you know, give it one year. Yeah. And those are words. Those are good words of wisdom, right? Because my first, not even, I'm not even there. Two months, three months. Someone from work calls and says, "Hey, you know, you got this new position. Uh, you know, they want you to head it up." Uh, oh, your old girlfriend, this was a different girl, your girlfriend called and wanted to know how you're doing. Isn't that the way it always happens? It is, right? It? Yeah. As, as the scriptures say, when you come to serve the Lord, prepare yourself for trials. Mm. You, the word of God will be tested. You will be tested. Mm-hmm. But it's in that test, it tests your fidelity. Mm. And when you, when you honor that fidelity, that faith gets stronger. And it's grounded in God and his word and not in any 
other circumstance mm -hmm. or or benefit. So that was the you know that was the moment of truth, and uh, then of course you know I sold the house and uh, went off to seminary and uh, never looked back. But that was um, you know, and then of course a holy hour every day at seminary helped me discern that. And then I didn't realize really until my ordination day that the bride that I was seeking was the church, mm. and she had a little different shape and a little different. Uh, um, heart, but beautiful. Mm. Uh, what a what a beautiful beautiful vocation story. And uh, now you know this one really sums it up. We have a couple messages here for you. They both do, but this one especially from Cheryl um, says that she's giving a pledge in in your honor. Thank you for being a good and faithful priest. So all of that, all of that that uh, that. You went through the process that you went through, mm -hmm. and now you're living it out in, in a, a good and faithful way. And mm -hmm. so thank you for that. I'm with Cheryl. Thank you. There was also an Instagram shout-out, came through Instagram, um, from St. John the Evangelist School. Oh, and cool. so I don't know if one of those students is on Instagram during their <laughs> class or not, but uh, you never know. If you are, thank you. Um, but uh, we are so honored to have one of our gracious priests on the air. We love you, Father Zahuda. Oh, so thank was, you. Uh, Very nice. Probably from somebody there in the office. I, I just like to, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's our big thing is, you know, golly, all the kids on their phones at school. It's like, how can you get any work done? I don't know. So I still have a 15-year-old, so I, you know, I still think about those things. So, um, all right. So the number is 678 688 Four five four nine six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. If you want to um, call in or Instagram in or however you want to do it, you can go online to thequestatlanta.com. You can donate. You can send messages that way. You can give us a call. Um, we are right now at nine thousand three hundred and five dollars nine thousand three hundred and five dollars so far for today and we are so grateful for each penny nickel dime quarter dollar that have come in but the fact is that we're not there yet there's still work to do we are not going to come to you we hope for another six months we hope that during this pledge drive we'll get the funds necessary in order to keep catholic radio strong for another six months, and then we'll come back to you in the fall for another pledge drive. Uh, but if you want to help us to do that and you want to go back to regular programming, the number to call 678-688-4549. We'll be doing a pledge drive uh, the rest of today until 7 o'clock tonight, and then we'll be on from 8 to 7 tomorrow, and then it's back to regular programming. So now is the time to really show your support and say yes we really appreciate Catholic Radio, and yes, we love our guests that are on the air. Um, give us a call, 678-688-4549. We're talking with Father Tom Zahuda. He's the parochial vicar at St. John the Evangelist. We've been talking about his amazing um, uh, vocation story, and part of your story um, was, was how inspirational and how much you were moved by scripture and so i think you wanted to maybe talk a little bit about scripture the importance of scripture and um so let's let's move to that part of the the interview okay very good yeah um well i think you know just again just the other day we heard uh, isaiah that 
one of my favorite uh, passages, how, how the Word of God, how the Word of God works. Uh, he says, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I intend and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. And, um, you know, and so what does that say? It says rain or snow, seed or bread. That means that it can be either instant, I get instant nourishment, I get uh, instant uh, conviction, change, direction, or it's like, um, or it's like uh, seed or snow, which means that it has to take time, it has to develop, it has to grow over time. It's transforming. It's not, you know, not just changed in an, in an instant, but it's developing. And that's why I think we need to be in the Word of God on a daily basis. Right, again, Jesus said, not by bread alone do we live, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. That we live by God's word first and foremost, uh, before nourishment, before our bodily nourishment. And uh, it's so important. And for me, I just found that reading two chapters a day uh, was so beneficial. You know, I, I started that when I said, your will be done, and I continued it, though it's challenging now as a priest because I have to pray, I have to read the readings, I have to pray over the readings and do other scripture that I have to pray over. But I still try to maintain that two-chapter-a-day mm. uh, habit. Mm. And it's amazing, right, when you read, you know, again, sometimes you read something and it's fitting for the day, mm. you know, you just were just in your daily walk. But it helps you kind of get the context. You need a context of the whole. You need to understand the all of Scripture. And, you know, we live in, an, in a time now that you need to really know the faith. You need to know the doctrine because it is the doctrine that keeps you in communion with Christ. Mm -hmm. John, in his uh, epistle, second epistle, says, anyone who goes ahead and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. Mm. He who abides in the doctrine has both the Father and the Son. And the doctrine sometimes gets watered down. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we only like to hear what we want to hear. And then, okay, I focus on one scripture, but what about all the other parts? Mm -hmm. It's still the Word of God. I have to acknowledge every part of it. Mm -hmm. And then Paul says, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to that which we preach to you, let him be accursed. Mm -hmm. Paul knew he had the revelation of God, right? It is that Jesus Christ is the Word made flesh. He fulfills the Word of God. He's wisdom personified, and he gives us his Word through the church, through the Scripture, and through the sacred magisterium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness, Father. I'm going to have to interrupt you because okay. I've got a whole stack of messages here for you. So we're going to go through these a little bit at a time, but the people are loving you, and uh, so that it's absolutely awesome, and, and we want to give you all of these messages. We are at $9,305 so far for today, so we are just $695 away from being able to... Um, 
ring the bell at $10,000. So who is going to be the hero who lets father ring the bell with just that small amount of 6000 whatever I said, because I can't see. I went to another screen. I can't see it. So, um, but yeah, it's less than $7,000 or $700, less than $700. Um, but I also want to read off the people who have called in in your honor today. We've got Bonnie, or at least since you sat in the hot seat, we've got Bonnie, Margaret, Pam, Wendy, Nancy, Mark, and Cheryl, and Joseph, who have all called in. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you also to Elizabeth, to Robert, to Father Michael Tisma, to Karen, to Tom, to Michelle, to Kyle, to Pam, and to John, who have all called in today. I think I've been kind of negligent of of giving out names, and I don't ever want to do that. I want all of our listeners to know how very much we appreciate every thing that you're calling in and all of the support that you're giving to our priests as well as to Catholic Radio. Um, so some of the shout-outs that we have. This one's from from Father Jack Knight, and uh, he says that he is listening to the quest um, as he does priestly administration work, and Father Zahuda, thank you for your testimony. So thank you to Father Jack Knight as well for listening and, and for helping Catholic Radio also. Um we also have uh, Patricia, and I'll show you the last name, made a pledge in honor of Father Tom. Um, and uh, uh, so she wants to, to thank him for all he does. And then it says, we all love Father Tom and appreciate all he does at St. John the Evangelist. So I'll let you see Patricia's last name, but I don't say it on the air. Um, we also have a shout out from Jean, who attends his Wednesday, your Wednesday catechism and Thursday church history with Father Tom, and she enjoys it. And she would like prayers for her home renovation project. So we'll okay, do that in we'll just a that. minute. And uh, we have uh, Bob, who made a donation in honor of Father Tom. Bob says he's a wonderful priest. And Jean made a donation in honor of Father Tom. He was so kind to her when she was sick. Um, so we also have Margaret, Pam, and Bonnie who made a contribution in honor of Father Zahuda. So that's, I think, I'm caught up. So um, you can donate online if you would like to donate online, thequestatlanta.com. You can call 678-688-4549. Again, we are just $795 away. $795 away from uh, turning up to $10,000 and ringing the bell. Can you give $795? Can you give any part of that $795? Can you be our founder that helps us to ring the bell? That would give two rings. If you call in right now as a founder, it gives two rings because we ring it for the founder and we ring it for $10,000. Number to call 678 688 4549. We are talking with Father Tom Zahuda. Want to make sure we pray for, for that prayer intention, real quick. Would you mind doing that okay. for us? Okay. Let us ask Our Lady. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God pray, pray for us sinners, sinners now, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. That was for the renovation project, the home renovation project. So that Hail Mary, Blessed Mother, helping you out there. So thank you for for supporting Father, and uh, thank you for for supporting Catholic Radio. We are talking with Father Tom Zahuda. Oh my goodness, here we go, another one. Lori, I'll show you the last name. Made a contribution in honor of Father Tom. 
All right. Very good. Thanks, Lori. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we were talking about scripture and, and you were talking about how two chapters a day, any certain place you would recommend for people to start? You know, it's kind of hard to just open up Genesis. You kind of you kind of get bogged down. Right. Yeah, I know. People get bogged down and, and, yeah. in, in Leviticus and yeah. the numbers and numbers that you know, can really bog people down and they yeah. kind of give up. But um, yeah, well, I think, well, the church says what the Jesus Christ fulfills the old. So uh, first of all, we have to have an understanding of the old to appreciate the new. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why in, in my RCIA class i start with the old i start you know there's a beautiful uh, a good book understanding the scriptures that you know the first couple chapters we we use you know because it gives a nice grounding of the of uh, from genesis and the patriarchs to moses and um you know the rituals and and the and the passover so they have that understanding so they can understand what we do in the church is a far greater uh, fulfillment of the signs of what God was preparing his people for. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, so we inter- and so we have to interpret now the, the old in light of the new mm-hmm. as well. And so for me, like when I first started, I was like, oh, you know, you get Leviticus. Leviticus tells you to do a lot of things, you know, that, you know, we don't do in the, in the New Testament, some of the dietary law and things like that. Mm-hmm. But again, that's because of what Christ had said and, um, you know, what he has and, and what the purpose of that law was. You know, it wasn't the, the moral law, the, the Ten Commandments of the moral law. That doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, the dietary law was, was more of a discipline for them. Mm-hmm. So anyway... Um, you know, and then of course, uh, you know, you have, to, where do you start? That's, that's always a tough one. I think sometimes you can go from Genesis to the end, or you start with the New Testament and start with Matthew and go to the end. Obviously in the New Testament, right, the epistles are very easy to read. Um, and I think when you do two chapters, when you keep going, like you just do, like say if you're in James, you do James 1 and 2. It helps you to get a context, helps you understand the context that you're reading. Mm-hmm. And even when you, you, you hone in on one scripture verse, at least you, you have to understand the context of where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, usually I tell people to start with the, with the New Testament, go through the New and then go back to Genesis mm-hmm. so that you don't get you know, frightened when you, yeah. some things in uh, Leviticus you know, that might Excellent. Okay. And, and so you, I'm going to give out the number again, but I'll ask you the question, let you think about it. So you, you've mentioned several times how it's important to understand Scripture in context. The new is a fulfillment of the old. So many of our, our Protestant um, friends, great, great people. I, I have many, many friends that, that are Protestant. I grew up Protestant myself. Um, so this is not in any way a, a necessary criticism. It's just a sincere question. Um, but so many, it takes out of context. I right. think it's Scott Hahn that says text without context is just subtext. And, you know, I think it's important that we realize that we have to, to read all because I remember one person they were really upset about it was the reformation and they were quoting scripture to support the reformation and when i read like two two sentences before and two sentences after it was at the point where paul was laying hands on timothy and i mm-hmm. said so what do you think about this and they just they wouldn't even answer it because they didn't want to think about That's that right. part yeah. so let's talk about how important it is to to read 
the whole and not just cherry pick out That's different right. things. And and again, too, how how the new is fulfilled or the old is fulfilled in the new. I'll give out the phone number though: six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine six seven eight six eight eight. Four five four nine. Boy, we are still trying to get this last six hundred and ninety-five dollars. Come on, somebody out there can give us six hundred and ninety-five dollars in order to get us over the ten thousand dollar mark. Can you please do that? Can you do it? Uh, you know, six hundred and ninety-five dollars. What would that be? Um, just a little bit more than fifty dollars a month, or two people just a little bit more than twenty-five dollars a month. Um, could be. Um, Five people at a little bit more than $10 a month. Come on, whatever you can give, just give us a call. 678-688-4549. I am absolutely sure that there's somebody out there that has the means to give us that full $695 and get us over the $10,000 mark. Is that you? Is it you for any part of it? Whatever it is, just give us a call. 678 688 Four five four nine. We are talking with Father Tom Zahuda. We're going to have him here until eleven fifty-seven. We are talking right now about Scripture. He had an amazing vocation story. Now we're talking about Scripture. And before we continue with that discussion, we want to give a shout out from the Hernandez family, and they are so thankful for Father Zahuda. Says our family would not be where we are in our walk with God without his guidance. We love you, Father Sahuda, and we know of God's love, faithfulness, and grace through your roles from RCIA, our marriage, and the birth and growth of our precious son. Oh, How thank cool you. is that? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a wonderful testimony. I don't know. Do you want to save these? Should I give them sure. to you? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. Again, the number to call. Woo, we moved up. We are at $9,605 now. So $9,605. So we just need $395 now in order to ring the bell at $10,000. Come on, that's uh, that's one person at $30 a month and one person with $35 one-time donation. We can do this. We can do it. Come on. Can, you know, dollar a day club. Dollar a day gets us up $360 of it. And then we just need about 30 more dollars. So come on, let's do it. Give us a call, whatever amount that you can give, 678 688 4549. We want to ring the bell with $10,000. Automatic ring if we can get a founder. It would actually ring twice because we'd be over $10,000 and ring for the founder. We are talking with Father Tom Zahuda. He's the parochial vicar at St. John the Evangelist Church. And uh, so let's continue um, talking about scripture, the fulfillment. And I think I asked you about keeping, you know, context of yes, scripture. Yes, very good. Well, you know, the one thing when I went to seminary, um, what a blessing, right? You know, I think one of the, the uh, teachers says, you know, this is going to be the best education you're going to get. Um, and it just really opens up the scripture. I mean, it really opens up the word of God. You know, it's it's so deep. It's so rich. Um, you know, and so the church has the fullness. And, um, and so that one thing I would say is that when we read the scriptures, right, we also need the catechism. You know, those are two books that every Catholic should have, a Catholic Bible, because we want all the books that are in canon, and we want uh, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And in fact, the Catechism of the Catholic Church even has a biblical index in the back. Mm -hmm. And so when you read a scripture passage, 
You can look that up. You can look it up in the back of the catechism and see how does the church apply? How does the church use uh, this this scripture? So we always have to interpret. Uh, you know, Paul uh, says in Ephesians, right, that the that the wisdom uh, the wisdom of God uh, is coming through the church, and and it comes through it comes through our sacred tradition. It comes through our liturgy. It comes through the Word of God. It comes through the magisterium, all of that. Mm-hmm. So we need to have an understanding in order to interpret the scriptures in the light of the church. And then, you know, getting some good um, good uh, Catholic uh, biblical commentaries. You know, Navarre is a good one, uh, Catholic commentary. They don't have all the books, you know, you know they have a lot, uh, some of the New Testament books. And then you have uh, Ignatius, um, you know, which also has, they're expanding into the old right now. They have all of the new and some of the old, and they continue uh, to provide commentary. So all of that is important, right, to understand the context and um, and seeing how the how the church uh, uses that that text is is important as well. So important. All right. Again, six seven eight six eight eight. Four five four nine. We only have about five more minutes. We want with Father. We want him to ring the bell. Come on, there's got to be somebody out there that can can give us that three hundred and ninety five dollars required to get us to that ten thousand dollar mark. Can you be the hero that lets Father ring the bell? Give us a call six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. We've been working real hard today to get up to this ten thousand dollar mark. Can you be the person that that puts us over the top? Come on, give us a call, 678-688-4549. We are again talking with Father Tom Zahuda. I really want to just open up the mic because we only have about five minutes left. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, what direction would you like to take this? What would you like to, to share with our listeners? And then we want to get your blessing to all of us and out through the airwaves. Okay, well, uh, first I just want to uh, kind of do a shout out myself to I just want to wish one of our uh, parishioners a happy birthday yeah. uh, Nicholas Sutton he is uh, 11 today Aww. and he is one of our uh, servers he serves uh, faithfully for Eucharistic Adoration on Sunday okay so we're very happy to have the, yeah. the Suttons is he and, able to listen today or is he I don't know okay. that I don't know I, I know his mom knows about it but I don't know he okay. may be in school probably okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, so where do we go? Well, I think, you know, I just, the, um, you know, reminder of what St. Jerome says about, uh, sacred scripture, you know, to be ignorant of, of scriptures, to be ignorant of Christ. God has revealed himself to us. Um, and that's why, you know, Mary pondered, uh, Jacob pondered. We, we ponder the word of God. We, we take it in, we reflect um, we don't try to, you know, manipulate it. We just take it in. And, and as, um, uh, I think, uh, Pope Benedict, uh, Emeritus says that we have to take it in through prayer. You know, we have to pray and, and, and it's always read in, in a sense of prayer with the grace of the Holy Spirit and with a humble heart, right? As we humble ourselves before God and welcome God's word. Uh, we find that, as Hebrew says, it's living and active. It's able to uh, change our lives and to uh, to also give us hope 
and uh, direction and the truth. Um, so it's lovely, absolutely, incredibly lovely, and and I do encourage all of our listeners. It, it, I think that's one of of um, my shortcomings. I don't spend enough time in short. I got a lot of shortcomings, Father. I got a whole lot of them. But I'm telling you what, one of them is I don't think I'm as knowledgeable of Scripture as I should be, and mm-hmm. and so I think that's an important message to all of us uh, that that we really need to immerse ourselves more um, in the Word of God. You, you, your words were, be in the Word of God daily. And mm-hmm. I, you know, we do receive it, certainly, when we go to Mass. Right. Um, there's Scripture readings at every single Mass. So if we go to daily Mass, we're getting Scripture readings. But to actually read it as, you know, um, the story of right. salvation That's that it right. is. Right. Um, you know, to, to really put that all together and to see the the new fulfilled or the old fulfilled in the new and all those things important message and and a good point about the scripture right is for mass right if we would just read the readings before mass mm. and uh and then pray you know 15 minutes before mass starts it really opens up you know we, the prayers of the church are all connected mm-hmm. to the readings the readings are connected it's beautiful mm-hmm. you know that's how we really participate uh, at the mass and allow the word of God to, uh, you know, to receive it. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, uh, we have about one minute left. We have been talking with father Tom Zahuda. We sure wanted him to ring the bell. We can still do it. If you call real quick, $395, (laughs) it's all we need. Come on, give us a call. Um, we will be welcoming our next guest, which is, uh, Rubia, who plays the um, boss for Abby Johnson in the upcoming movie Unplanned. It will be released at the end of this month. I won't, I don't think I'm going to be doing that interview. Um, I think uh, we'll have somebody else in here doing that. I think I'll probably just be interrupting giving the, the, um, a number out every so often and then we'll have at 12:45 we're going to have Colleen Sullivan come in and uh, she's a advocate for life and we're going to talk about chemical abortion and follow up with that that uh, pro life theme right now though we have Father Tom Zahuda and we are going to receive his blessing out through the airwaves the people love you look how many people uh-huh. calling in and saying thank you thank you thank you so I appreciate it, and you know what? We need the camera in here because I just got an update, and we are somebody listened. They gave exactly what we needed. We are at ten thousand five dollars, so you get to pick up the bell. This one Woo! here. All right. Woo! Wow! Thank you, thank you, thank oh, you. Thank Let's see you. if that name is on here. So. Um, it says anonymous. Anonymous gave four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars in order to get you to ring that bell. So ten thousand five dollars. Thank you. Well, thank your you. blessing. Okay, yes. and just wanted to thank everyone who has called in and expressed their support. Yes. Uh, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks uh, for Jesus Christ, and we give you thanks for this uh, radio station, and pray that you will continue to to bless their efforts here. Uh, to proclaim your word, to proclaim your truth, to proclaim uh, salvation uh, through the Catholic faith. And we ask this blessing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Okay, thank you. Thank you were you. awesome. Thank, thank you. God. Thank you. Number to call again. Oh, we got one more shout out. Um, shout out to Father Tom, a great priest, returned to better health for... 
Patty. Oh, I think they want prayers. Quick prayer for Patty for better health. Okay, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for Patty, and we ask for a healing of her body and soul, and pray through the divine uh, physician, Jesus Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Two more shout-outs. Ida Ida and Jose. for your for they they want to say thank you for your faithfulness and love and for touching our lives with your knowledge and love and uh, Jean loves you and gave twenty five dollars a month for two years and she says she also loves the quest so awesome well, thank you and oh uh, Diane oh Diane loves the quest there we go Diane loves. Father Tom, too. Oh, Diane loves <laughs> Father Tom, too. Getting all these last-minute messages. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you very thank much. You. All awesome. right. Uh, be back as number to call 678-688-4549.